Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, the stakes are increasing against President Biden. And there are really so many things on the line for Monday. And that is because Devin Archer, who is Hunter Biden's longtime business partner and his former best friend, well, he says he is ready to testify. That's the word, according to multiple reports, against the first son. So this is going to be amazing to find out. He's going to be doing it behind closed doors, but they will be doing a transcript. And in the past, we heard James Comer come right out. We heard Nancy Mace, all these others who will probably be in the room when he testifies. They will be coming out and basically saying, this is what he had to say. This is what he verified. What we learned was XXX. And the stakes could not be higher. And this comes as there are new reports tonight that Devin Archer, no surprise, uh, better stay away from uh, windows. And I say that because Devin Archer says, according to one report, that he is, quote, in hiding and fears for his life and his family's safety. Uh, After receiving, he says, many, many threats because he has said that he will testify next week. Now, he has canceled it three times before. Congress is going out of session today. So he said, I can come on Monday. They say they're going to stay till Monday. So they're going to be there. At least those involved in this hearing will be there on Monday. You know, James Comer is going to be there on Monday. And a number of all these key folks who are involved with oversight, they will be there on Monday. And so, so far, it looks like all systems go. So far, no word that there's going to be any surprise that he's going to back out again. Um, But obviously, needless to say, it just shows how sensitive all of this is, how the stakes are so high and how people are worried to talk. That also says a lot to me that apparently he's getting many, many threats. He's very worried because people know that he could have the goods on the Bidens. If anybody does, this guy does. Look at the background with him. He has known him for a long time. He claims that he was in a meeting at the White House. We do know that he visited the White House. Logs show that, that he went to the White House and met with Joe Biden. Basically, what did he talk with him about? Remember, Joe says he's never talked to any of his son's business partners. That's a lie, obviously. And then he went in and then he talked with Joe, apparently, about Burisma. That's that scam Russian energy, I should say, Ukrainian energy company. That's been at the heart of all of this stuff. And so then, soon afterwards, he goes on the board. And soon afterwards, surprise, surprise, Hunter Biden's on the board. And then, of course, we know the history from there. Because soon after that, of course, we know that he gets paid big money. He had to testify it in court this week, so it's not in question. Hunter Biden received money from foreign rogue companies. It's a done deal. It came out this week. The judge asked in the court, remember, hey, where did you make money from in that year? Well, I made money from Burisma. And then he said, where else did you make money? Well, I made money from this CCP-owned company, blank. CCP is China. 
He had to admit he made $664,000 that year from China. And remember, Joe Biden has said in an October 2020 debate with the president of the United States, Trump, he said in that exact debate, nobody in my family has made money from China. These claims that my son made money from China are just not true. Guess what? That is absolutely now tonight we know a lie. Because in court, he had to say, Hunter, that he received 664000 And you want me to believe that good old daddy didn't know anything? That is no way near plausible. It's just impossible. There is no way. Now we know he's, there's pictures of him golfing with Hunter and Devin Archer. There's shots, there's logs that Devin Archer goes. Then we know Hunter Biden starts making money from them. I mean, this is not a big surprise. We also know, by the way, from Brett Tolman, former federal prosecutor, U.S. attorney, he also was saying that essentially that in 2017, which is this really pivotal year, and the reason it's pivotal is that Burisma guy, remember, follow me here, that Burisma guy on that informant sheet, according to the longtime trusted FBI informant, he came out and he says that the Burisma guy felt squeezed by both Bidens to pay five to one million, five million to another. And guess what? Brett Tolman was talking about how, guess what? In 2017, surprise, surprise. Joe Biden has 10 million money that he got. He claims it on his tax return because he didn't want to get in trouble like Al Capone. So he, he did. He, he, you know, he claimed it, but he didn't say where he got it from. So suddenly he has $10 million, but he's not saying where that money came from. It was in cash, quote, cash. What a surprise. Doesn't that sound a little interesting to you? I mean, all these things are just inconceivable. And that's why Devin Archer on Monday is going to open the floodgates if indeed he testifies to what he has apparently told other people that he knows. Let's see if he does it, that he doesn't back out and cancel. Hopefully he's alive by the time he gets there based on the threats. I'm not kidding. The threats that he's getting, apparently, to his life, to his family's life. If he testifies, you can imagine. The stakes are so high. And so he is scheduled to be there on Monday, and he would know not only about these meetings, But he's also apparently going to say that he was there when there were at least two dozen phone calls where Hunter Biden puts his dad on the speakerphone and says, hey, dad, I want you to meet my other business partners. Say hi to them. Uh, These guys from Burisma here, dad, by the way, they need our help. And what a surprise. A couple days later, sure enough, Joe flies over to Ukraine soon after some money comes in. You see where I'm going? Any prosecutor worth his grain of salt could nail this president to the wall right now in terms of these crimes. These potential crimes just look so bad. You connect the dots, you look at the time, and this guy, Devin Archer, could come forward and say, hey, listen, here's how we did it. Because the Burisma guy was joking or bragging or confiding to this FBI informant, again, who said it multiple times to the FBI, and the FBI found it credible, that apparently he said they're never going to be able to trace where the money went because we put it in all these, like, hidden accounts. It was like a shell game, basically like a puzzle. It's going to take years for them to figure it out because we moved it from here to here to here to here. Well, we know that there were overseas accounts. We know there were domestic accounts. And we know 
that right now James Comer is really trying to narrow, and he first got a lot of the domestic ones. He's working on getting the overseas ones. They believe they'll get them through the House Ways and Means Committee. It might take a few more weeks, but he says he will get it. But Devin Archer could fast-track it all. Devin Archer could say on Monday, hey, listen, this is what we did. I was right there. It went to this bank. 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 And suddenly take a look at that house payment that was made the next day to Joe Biden, that kind of a thing. That's where I think this is all heading. Also, Joe Biden, by the way, was staying in a home around this time. Now, remember, he's not at this point vice president anymore, but he had just left. A vice president makes, I don't know, 140, 150,000 a year. It's not a lot of money. All right. So he was making that money. All right. He was in, he's been in, you know, political life for decades, many, many, many decades. His wife is a school teacher. They were staying in a mansion in McLean, Virginia, owned by Alexander Haig, the former Alexander Haig senior. It's a huge mansion right outside of Washington, D.C. It costs about twenty to twenty five thousand a month to rent. How are you gonna pay that on a politician's salary and a school teacher's salary? You see where I'm going? When we interviewed James Comer a few weeks ago, James Comer told us here in the studio when we had him on the show, he's told us specifically that he believes eventually the money's gonna end up in maybe a big house or some big cars, things like that. This, you know, that it didn't go directly to like a Joe Biden bank account per se. But there is some interesting details tonight about a Joe Biden bank account while we're talking about it. There are details also that when Hunter Biden was, according to one report in Vegas, remember, he lost one of his laptops and apparently he was panicking and had to suddenly pay this this prostitute money because he had so many of them and he was high as a kite by his own admission that according to reports, he used Joe Biden's bank account to pay her, pay the pimp, as opposed to paying his own. That he went online, like when he was kind of high, trying to figure it all out, figure out like where the laptop is. He had to pay her. So he clicks on something. And in his haste, he sends it was like twenty or twenty five thousand dollars, quite a expensive hooker, um, but sends like twenty or twenty five thousand dollars to this uh, Russian pimp, apparently. And it goes from Joe Biden's account. And it caused all of this huge stir because the Secret Service had to show up, according to reports, and say, hey, Hunter, what's going on? They needed they went into the room. He was high as a kite. He's like, oh, my God. They're like, you got to fix this. You got to go back and get, you know, get the money back. Send it from your account. You can't be using your dad's account. You know what I mean? This is not appropriate. So he goes back and he gets the money back, I think, from the pimp, because the pimp probably knew that the lid was going to be blown on him if he didn't. You know, he probably threatened him, I'm sure. Uh, you know who my dad is? I can't blah, 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 blah. But it begs the question tonight. Let me just ask you this. How many of you have your dad's bank account in your electronics? Is there anybody out there who actually has their father's Ability to be able to wire suddenly 25000 bucks to a Russian pimp? No questions asked? It makes you wonder what else, how easy these two counts were intermingled. You see where I'm going? It's not normal. I never had my parents' bank accounts. Not a million years, and I had a good relationship with them. I think I'm a responsible person. I don't know if any of you are walking around with your father or your mother's bank account and fluidly taking 25000 not even having to call them and ask. 
I mean, there is something seriously just fishy. All of this adds up. So maybe when Burisma was sending money, it went from here and then it went to there and then it went to here. You can just see it. It opens the floodgates on so many levels. So what are your thoughts about all of this, guys, and where this is going and the fact that Devin Archer, Hunter's best friend, is set to testify on Monday? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, here is President Joe Biden. This, to me, is one of the most stunning statements. He is in Maine today, and he's, like, pushing for his Bidenomics. Uh, as if people are saying, God, I'm so much better. I'm making so much more money under Joe Biden. It's not costing me any more when I pay my rent. It's not costing any more when I go to the grocery store or the gas you know, station. No, no, no. Boy, thank you, Joe Biden, right? I don't know if there's anybody out there that's saying that, even Democrats out there. But he's had this line, and this, to me, just fits with the way that Hunter Biden was this week. Remember Hunter Biden showed up? At the hearing, his plea hearing, which totally fell apart, thank goodness, because it was such a bunch of hogwash. But in the Hunter Biden case, he came in thinking, okay, there was word he was going to be doing a statement afterwards and a press conference afterwards, because he kind of walked in like, I got this one in the bag, you know, and then the judge blew the lid on and said, wait, wait, this isn't appropriate. Well, listen to this. It's sort of par for the course. Joe Biden today sounding awfully cocky. And making it sound like this talk of impeachment coming from the Republicans, well, it's just all politics and there's nothing to it. You just heard me recite a whole bunch of facts. Do you think there's nothing to it? Uh, This is enormous. The second article, basically, of impeachment, of high crimes and misdemeanors, the second one is bribery. I would say a lot of this fits under some of the most severe types of crimes that you could ever impeach a president for. If indeed all these things are true, and it definitely does not look good for this president, he's in big-time trouble. But here is President Biden today acting cocky, trying to sell his economy, and acting cocky that impeachment's just all politics. But when the Democrats do it, it's okay. We're growing faster. We're economically more advanced than every other major country in the world. It's down from 9% to 3%. And it's going to continue to go down. While there's more work ahead earlier this week, the Washington Post suggested Republicans may have to find something else to criticize me for. Now that inflation is coming down. Maybe they'll decide to impeach me because it's coming down. I don't know. I love that one. Oh, anyway, it's another story. Yeah, maybe they'll decide to impeach me. Like, it's one big joke. This, to me, is so sort of par for the course for the president. First of all, that he's laughing, trying to minimize it, like, oh, it's all about politics. Like, it has something to do with the fact that he's doing such a great job with the economy that they got to find something else. First of all, he's not doing a great job with the economy. That's one. And two, that they got to find something else. Like, this is about politics. Shame on you, Mr. President. You are in such denial, and you are making it so difficult for the average American to have any faith in the justice system, for you and your family, after what a pathetic week this has been and the judge blew the lid off the little scheme that your family had. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll take your calls when we come back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Rita Cosby Show. It sure is lying the family stone. It sure is. And it looks like there's a lot of intermingling with Joe and Hunter. Here is Congressman Jeff Van Drew, who says impeachment looks like it's right around the corner. There's so much with this administration and so much with this family and so many illegal activities. It's just a matter of us crossing every T and dotting every I because they're going to try to slip out and get away with what they've done on multiple levels. I mean, there's much more. There's foreign influence in our country. You know that Joe Biden himself was involved. They've even changed their story now. What do you think, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom, line one. Dom, your thoughts. Rita, I think both Devin Archer and Judge Mary Ellen should stay away from windows because the heat is on in Joe's beachside Delaware home. Even Joe the plumber can't fix the Devin Archer leak once he starts leaking to Congress. And that's what scares them. And, you know, on a serious note, I'm really glad Judge Mary Ellen read the fine print on Hunter's plea deal. And I am thrilled that she did not pull a Nancy Pelosi in court saying you have to pardon Hunter in order to find out whether he snorted Chinese coke or not. (laughs) In other words, you got to uh, pass the bill before you uh, figure out what's in it. I love that. Dom, you have so many good analogies there and so many good references to so many things that have happened in the last few years. Uh, It is going to be interesting. And by the way, I am, uh, on a serious note, very happy uh, that the judge understood the game. She she figured it out right away. Um, And I think one of my favorite moments was when she had to turn to the prosecutor because she figured out he's in cahoots with Hunter and said, you know, um, have you ever seen a case like this before that you're pushing for to agree to Hunter Biden with? And this is the prosecutor. The prosecutor's like, "Uh, no, I haven't. He was like, so why are you doing it for this guy? I mean, it was so transparent. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our men and women in law enforcement A powerful story coming from Fargo, North Dakota, where Officer Jake Wallen, who was once a small boy who sought uh, comfort in the arms of family. He was terrified of fireworks that lit up the sky. Well, he is now remembered as a Fargo police officer um, who was also a military veteran and a dedicated officer whose final act of valor was staring down the face of a man intent on bloodshed. Officer Wallen, 23 years old, was killed on July 14th 
when a man armed, get this, with 1,800 rounds of ammunition, multiple guns and explosives ambushed officers responding to what they thought was a routine traffic crash. Two other officers and a civilian were wounded before a fourth officer returned fire, killing the gunman. Police say the actions of that fourth officer likely spared the city a much bigger, bloodier attack. Wallen, who had been sworn in as a Fargo police officer in April and was still in field training at the time, was cremated in his uniform. Wallen previously served in the Minnesota Army National Guard and was deployed to Afghanistan and Iraq from November 2020 to July 2021. He received final military honors at a private internment. And Fargo's police chief said of young Officer Wallen, quote, he served his country. He came back here and wanted nothing more but to serve in a position with purpose and meaning by joining the police department. How beautiful. And we are so thankful uh, and forever grateful for his sacrifice and his service to our country. And, of course, it is a painful reminder of how difficult it is every day to be a police officer in America, that you never know when what looks like a routine traffic stop uh, could be an ambush and could be your last. Uh, So our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with Officer Wallen and everybody there in the Fargo Police Department and all the police departments across the country tonight and every single day. Well, we are talking about Joe Biden, who now... Uh, looks like there could be some potentially very serious crimes against him and his family, and he knows it, uh, because the plea deal that unraveled this week opened the door to a lot of things that I think the Biden family never thought would come to light. Again, Joe Biden, uh, I'm sure, was watching it intently. We heard afterwards from Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, uh, that, oh, he loves his son, and we can't really say anything else. It's a private matter. It's a personal matter. Uh It's not. If it was just that and there weren't these issues about these big money deals and his intermingling, as we were just talking about with Joe's accounts, according to reports, well, guess what? Then we wouldn't be talking. But this is a whole different ballgame. This is much more than a drug-addicted, porn-addicted son. This is a story of potential extortion and bribery at the highest levels, and a huge can of worms opened this week. And this comes after years of Joe Biden saying he never discussed a single thing with his son about Ukraine or about his business dealings. And again, we know that Devin Archer, this guy, is going to be testifying. This is the big business partner, longtime business partner, one of his best friends forever. Uh, Now they have separated because uh, Devin Archer got charged with other crimes tied to another case. Maybe he's wondering why Hunter Biden didn't get charged in that other case, too. You know, and resents, feels like maybe the family threw him overboard. Wanted him to take the fall. Who knows what's going on? But let's see if he has not just what he says, but if he also has documents and the goods to back it up, Uh, because this could be extremely significant. And it comes after Biden in multiple discussions over the years. Here's 2018. Here he is with Anderson Cooper on CNN. And he's like, I've never said a thing uh, to my son about Ukraine or Burisma or anything like that. Listen to this one. Vice President, as you've said, your son, Hunter, in an interview admitted that he made a mistake and showed poor judgment by serving on the, the, that board in Ukraine. Did you make a mistake by letting him? You were the point person on Ukraine at, at the time. If you, you can answer. Look, my son's statement speaks for itself. 
I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. Even when my son was the attorney general of the state of Delaware, we never discussed anything. So there'd be no potential conflict. My son made a judgment. I'm proud of the judgment he made. I'm proud of what he had to say. And here's a little bit more. Here's a couple other times where he basically said, I know nothing. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business? Yes, I stand him? by that statement. Yes, I stand by my statement. Well, guess what? Uh, he's going to have to start eating crow. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Roberta. Uh, line eight. Roberta, your thoughts. Oh, hi, Rita. I was just thinking about uh, Tony Bobulinski. He was going to testify. I, want, and I wonder what happened to him because I hope this other thing, this, uh, this new one. By, uh, by the way, than- uh, he is still planning. Apparently, he has been cooperating with Congress and said he's prepared to testify whenever they need him. I think what they're trying to do, I know they've had some discussions with him already. Um, and they're probably waiting to see. Let's see what Devin Archer has, because Bobolinsky is always ready. Let's get Devin Archer, and maybe Bobolinsky can add to what Devin Archer is saying or or help shed some new light, another layer. Uh, but you're right. There, it's more than one. Now, what do you think of this Devin Archer guy who's going to come up on Monday, Roberta? Well, I hope it works out good, because we want to get those bums out of the White House. I don't believe that they should be there. I'm sure you don't get you know, I just feel the election was phony and, and, and they don't belong there. Yeah, well, we don't want anybody corrupt in our White House and someone who could be uh, basically susceptible to blackmail. That's why this is so dangerous. And even Hunter Biden's sexual issues and his drug issues and then him missing the laptop and leaving the laptop. This is obviously a very reckless, very careless person. That's not a good thing for someone who is a, quote, family and the person who Joe says is the smartest guy he knows. Uh, and Joe and Hunter are like thick as thieves the last few days and last few weeks and months. More than ever, which I find very interesting. I think Joe Biden's trying to keep an eye on his son because he's worried. Because he knows his son is a loose cannon. And I think they want to have him like a ride around. You notice he's never usually been around. And now suddenly you see him the last few months hanging around his dad an awful lot. Because his dad is probably like, hey, Secret Service, keep an eye on him. And if he does anything off color, you know, you, you give me a call. You know, make sure he stays straight and narrow, doesn't like wander off the premises. <laughs> you know, I, I just think he knows the stakes are so high. Uh, let's go to Joe, line seven. Joe, your thoughts, my friend. Reading my love, rapid fire. And then, of course, you respond brilliantly. The bottom line is hunter biden is an absolute disgrace he disgraced the u.s military his heritage his catholicism his country and the bottom line is he should be in leavenworth for doing drugs and dealing drugs i have an honorable discharge rita i spent four hours at the federal va hospital on east 23rd street but biden and harris attempted to close and they also attempted to close the bay ridge 
which means veterans on Staten Island will have to go to Norfolk, Long Island, or East Orange, New Jersey. Which, by the way, Joe, Joe is terrible, obviously. That is, I mean, you know how much I love our veterans. That is absolutely horrible. Let me ask you, Joe, just to stay focused on the Devin Archer stuff. uh, How pivotal do you think this guy could be? And and where do you think, do you think that, uh, first of all, they'll obviously, you know, try to get him to say whatever he can then you know they're going to go back to Hunter. I mean, this is going to get really complicated, potentially between Hunter and Joe and obviously this Devin Archer and who knows who else is out there. Uh, Where do you see this headed, Joe? I hope to God that Speaker of the House McCarthy and everyone involved with these hearings and has federal marshals that they can can trust and Secret Service they can trust protecting Archer, and Archer was Miles Archer, Sam Spade's character, and Brian Keith portrayed the detective named Arthur Archer in 1975, shows of TV series. But anyway... No, 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 but by the way, I hear you. I hear you, my friend. Um, And I think uh, the fact that there are already reports that he's worried about his security, and he's worried about his safety and his family's safety, uh, I think that says it all. I agree with you. I I think uh, this is a really scary time. And a dangerous time. And I think there was someone, if I remember, I think Rudy said there was somebody who was like pivotal in Ukraine. And uh, somehow their car smashed into a wall like a couple weeks after they were prepared to testify. So what does that say to you? You know, I mean, that's the scary stuff. And by the way, as we're talking about all of this stuff, where are the recordings? Where are the recordings? Remember, this Burisma guy apparently has 15 recordings uh, where he's basically, uh, according to the informant, uh, taping uh, the bribery and extortion by the Bidens, 15 with Hunter and two with Joe Biden himself. And not only he had the recordings, apparently the daughter made a duplicate set because James Comer was saying on our air when I was uh, with when we were here with Katz and Cosby, myself and John Katzenmatidis, uh, the congressman was in the studio with us. And he said, yeah, the daughter has that was set. We're working. We had some communication with the daughter. So let's get them. Let's bring them over to the United States. What can we do to compel them to get them here? Maybe the daughter might be more cooperative than the father. Who knows? Uh, but boy, this is like a, this is like a wild, like a wild, almost like a like a movie. Like you need like Tom Cruise or Keanu Reeves in it or something like that. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Let's go to Johnny. Line six. Johnny, your thoughts. How are you, Rita? Good. What do you think? Where do you see this going? Uh, I think the noose is tightening on him. He's been corrupt for years. When he was a senator back in 2006, he is the one that enacted the MBNA bill, which changed the bankruptcy laws, uh, which made everything uh, 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 very difficult for the average person to file a bankruptcy. And I, I know he got a tremendous kickback from the credit card companies for doing that. This guy, every molecule of his existence has always been the worst form of life on this earth. And finally, the chickens have come home to roost. This, I hope to God, this guy, that, they, that, that everything just caves in on him. Uh, he has ruined this country. I, have, I don't think we will ever be able to rebound from what he has done. And I hope to God that if he doesn't get his here on this earth, that the good Lord up there gets him. This man is an absolute disgrace. Well, I will say uh, he's had a history, just as you talked about, sort of of the hypocrisy. I mean, the other thing I find interesting, Johnny, you brought up the bankruptcy. You're right. Um, And look at how the interest rates have gone up. I mean, there's so many things that have gone up uh, that have been huge problems under this president. 
killing our oil industry. Uh, you know, so many businesses have yet to open up after COVID because his policies have not helped them whatsoever. The other issue, too, in addition to all that, Johnny, I think also about the gun policies. Um, how many people have they gone after uh, for guns in this country? He has made, you know, gun control like one of his prime issues. And yet his son was about to get a diversion program uh, for not getting basically anything being put in nothing not even a misdemeanor or, or felony. It would have been like a slap on the wrist, uh, basically. Whereas the average citizen, had that happened to, uh, would have gotten several years in jail. And in fact, that same judge had just recently sentenced a 34-year-old man in Wilmington, Delaware, to five years for basically the same thing that Hunter was going to get zilch, nothing for. And how ironic is it that the president, that that is the mission of his campaign to basically his mission is to essentially go after people with guns. And yet when the question came to Corinne Jean-Pierre after the whole deal, you know, with a Hunter Biden plea deal falling apart and a reporter said, you know, isn't it ironic that the president, uh, you know, is pushing for what does he still stand for going after people with guns? She goes, oh, I can't answer that question because I know where you're going because she knows what a hypocrite he was. I, I mean, it is unbelievable. You can't make this up, Johnny. There are examples after examples. And you just cited a great one, too. Thank you, Johnny, very much for the call. Let's go to Stan, line seven. Stan, your thoughts. I want you to tell me, and you can't because you don't know, what exactly did these companies or China get for their money? Tell me exactly. You say he got money. Okay. What did they get? What policies? Can you name what was paid for play? Tell me exactly. You you talk good, but you got nothing showing what he got. What did he give China? Okay, Stan, Stan. That's what I want to hear. All right, Stan. Since they asked about 30 questions there, but they're all the same. Um, So basically, have you have you seen his policy towards China? He has been the softest I've ever seen on China. He's not going after them on fentanyl. He lets the spy balloon come all over the country. He doesn't go after China on covid. They clearly. Uh, have been like, you know, rolling all over the United States ever since he took office. So if you just even look at that alone and let's look at the facts, he literally said in a debate, it's in October 2020. And in the debate, he said, nobody in my family ever got money from China. My son, these allegations that you think my son got money from China. That's not true. That's literally almost a verbatim there, Stan. There is no gray on what he had said. He also said no foreign businesses, no this, no that. I mean, oh, there's a million different examples. But just since you asked about China, specifically said that. And now we find out by the Sohn's own admission that he got $664,000. So guess what? He's a liar, Stan. Not and and, and, and Stan, it begs, it begs the question, why isn't he telling the truth? Don't, Stan, don't you think? I mean, come on. Policies do not impeach anybody. You got to prove that it was that specifically he took money. To, the fentanyl thing's been going on for years. I'm just Stan. I am saying, Stan. You got nothing, Stan. You got nothing because you know what? I just cited a number of things that are pretty obvious on the table. We know the Chinese energy company was trying to get access to energy in this country. I do find it kind of interesting that we have right now a president who is killing American oil and gas. Don't you find that ironic? 
that his son was signed up to represent. And apparently, according to multiple people, that this guy, this Chinese leader, had access to the president. What about that WhatsApp message, Stan? Remember the WhatsApp message? I'm sitting next to my father. My father basically says, you better do this or else. My father knows a lot of people. And what a surprise. The next, like, I think it's two days later, money comes in. And the son goes on Air Force Two to China. Either you're stupid, Stan, or you're not honest with yourself. And I'll just say this to you, Stan, because I love you. You know what? You got to be fair to everybody. Look what they are doing to President Trump. If they had one percentage of what we now know are facts, basic facts on Biden, they would have impeached him 10 times. I mean, Stan, I'm going to let you have the last word, but you got to be honest with that. Rita. You know, you, you, I didn't even bring up Trump. I'm not talking Trump. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm... That's what you're on, Biden. Here's the point. Go ahead. All right. This is, and I just made it, but you didn't come back. You, you say I fentanyl. cited about 20 Wait a examples. You, let, you know, that's, I see. Fentanyl. You said this and that. Hey, also you said the oil. The policy of the Biden administration from the start was to reduce oil in this country. That's yes. not anything new. What are you talking? And so he took, that's a lie, Rita. Stan, the policy Stan. of this country was to reduce oil. You know and what it was? Stan, Stan, you're, you're obviously, you don't know your history. Because the president, yes, it has been his policy since he took office. Guess when the money came into his son? Right before he took office. What? A, how is it convenient? Surprise, surprise. Uh, Stan, I will give you this. Let's see what else they have. And that's why I've said to you, let's see what Devin Archer has. Let's see if he has documents. But I hope that you're honest enough that if you see that these documents continue and they go to showing different bank accounts or things like that, you know, let's see if there's documents to fill it up, not just somebody's words. But right now, there's a lot of credible words, including 15 whistleblowers from the IRS. 15, Stan, that is historic. And there's something wrong. And, and I hope that you see that. And I look forward to talking with you on Monday, Stan, because maybe you'll be eating crow on Monday. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about the chaos at the White House. You just heard Stan. Stan's like, oh, it doesn't look like Biden has been bad with China. He's been great. Is there anybody out there who actually thinks that's the case? Let's go to Morty real quick, line seven. Uh, Morty, your thoughts on line seven. Hi, Rita. I uh, hope you're doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Just, I mean, I, I told this to you months and months ago. I don't know if you remember, but... Um, real Yuri quick, Morty. Real quick. Yep, he was, he was a KGB defector, and he said that pretty much that you could show people the truth. Uh, you could bring them to the concentration camps and for the, see for themselves, and they'll still deny it. And uh, you could shower them with the truth, and they'll still deny it. And that's what this is. Well, that uh, seems to be the case. But you know what? That's why. Let's see what documents, if Devin Archer and others have it, maybe there won't be any denying. It's the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Because your perfume is smelling sweet. Later on. 
on this hour. We will be talking here on the Rita Cosby Show about this disgusting display of a lack of injustice. You know how all of you know uh, that I just love our police and have such appreciation for law enforcement and their sacrifice and what they do. Uh, there was a horrible case in 1988 of a young NYPD officer named Eddie Byrne. He was 22 years old. Uh, he had been on the force, get this, for just a month when he was ambushed by a guy named Scott Cobb and others. Three accomplices were with Cobb uh, while this young officer was guarding the home of a witness who was planning to testify against a drug kingpin. And this guy drives up and is part of an execution-style murder on this young police officer who was parked in the early morning hours of February 26, 1988. Uh, So he was mercilessly gunned down. Uh, Again, intentional, execution-style. And now the New York Parole Board is planning to grant him parole. They've already granted it, so there's a very good chance... He could be released as early as next month, which is right around the corner after serving several years, obviously, behind bars. I contend if you shoot a cop, you kill a cop, you are done. You should never see the light of day. I feel so strongly about that. This was an intentional move to go after a young rookie cop and execute and kill him in cold blood. It was intentional. It was planned. And anybody that is a role in that. You have to respect law enforcement. You should respect any life. But especially if you kill a police officer in cold blood, execution style, there's no gray about what happened here. He should never be released. Shame on the parole board. How dare the New York parole board that has had a history. This is not the first time. There's been basically in the last few years about 30 cop killers that have been released. So this is not a one-off. This is a repeat action by the New York State Parole Board and these liberal people that have no clue of how tough it is to be a cop. Here is Michael Goodwin, uh, New York Post columnist, talking about just how shocking it is that the New York State Parole Board has no sense of protecting our police officers and sending those who do this to the ultimate punishment by the state of the law in New York. The most is they could get, you know, uh, behind bars the rest of their life. And that's what should have happened here. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, they, he, he didn't do anything to them. He didn't pull his gun or try to arrest them or anything like that. It wasn't a resisting arrest. They snuck up on him. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it is beyond description what the parole board uh, intends to accomplish this way. I mean, it, uh, to me, it's just part of this overall sympathy for criminals as though they're all just misunderstood and it's society's fault. Society didn't take care of them. And therefore, we have to uh, we have to accept their flaws and treat them as though they're just like the rest of us. They're not just like the rest of us. He killed a police officer in the line of duty. He's not like the rest of us. Yes, and it's par for the course in a state where we're talking about all the bail laws, the no-cash bail, all of the other issues with these repeat offenders over and over again. And then this is what you do to somebody who plays a significant role in killing a cop execution style. 
shame on the New York State Parole Board. How do you change the system and how do you stop emboldening the criminals when that's the kind of message that comes all the way from the parole board? Oh, he's a changed person. I'm sorry. Too bad. You killed a cop. How dare you ever see the light of day? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, uh, what a surprise. Uh, Trump gets additional charges on the classified documents case. Uh, and in fact, we were talking with Andy McCarthy earlier this week. Um, and Andy McCarthy came on soon after the plea deal uh, fell apart in the Hunter Biden case. And I asked Andy on the air, I said, hey, you know, what happened? You know, what, what do you think is going to happen next? And Andy McCarthy, former deputy U.S. attorney, said yeah, the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to probably try to charge Trump with some extra charges, some more charges. And sure enough, like hours later, special counsel Jack Smith has come up with some more charges on classified documents. And also they're expecting as early as next week there could be charges tried, ch- uh, tr- uh, tied to January 6th in some form. I mean, this is nuts. And I just recited over and over again all the issues tied to Joe Biden, and yet not a single charge yet, not peep from the special counsel that's investigating his case. But guess what's happening? You know, Monday, Devin Archer, who is Hunter Biden's former best friend and former board member on Burisma, very close business associate, he is expected to testify. He also, by the way, knows the Kerry family, John Kerry, Uh, He's been hanging around, spending a lot of time with the Biden family, so he knows a lot of stuff. So it's going to be interesting when he testifies. And guess what is happening also on Monday? Now, Trump also has three additional charges against him tied to the classified documents. They also charge basically his maintenance guy at Mar-a-Lago because they claim that he moved documents and also played a role in some of the obstruction. I'm waiting for them to charge the pizza guy. They haven't charged the Domino pizza guy. Didn't somebody deliver pizza there in the last few years? Or the mailman? Or was there a guy who cleaned the pool? They haven't gotten after him yet. I mean, this is just unbelievable. You know, and and yet there's Hunter Biden hanging out in his Corvette. And we know that Joe Biden has had classified documents that he wasn't allowed to have. He was a senator. Remember, at the time where a lot of these documents were taken, he was never allowed to even take them. Um, and yet there's Hunter Biden hanging out and the documents are in the garage next to him. You can't make it up. It's like it's like we're like uh, in an alternate universe. It is so un- unbelievable. But on Monday, when Devin Archer is also testifying on Capitol Hill, isn't it interesting that that's the same time this poor maintenance guy is now going to be arraigned? It just came out. His arraignment is on Monday. So while they know everyone's going to want to cover the Devin Archer hearing on Capitol Hill, they would also love if something else really big happens to Trump that day so they could take some attention away. So you know that they're like, uh, media, don't you want to cover the maintenance guy over here? He's going to be arraigned in D.C. court. Come on over here. You don't need to be on Capitol Hill down the street. And listen to Devin Archer while you're in D.C. Instead, why don't you swing by and see if you can get a shot of the maintenance guy going into court? You just can't make this up. To me, this is just so unbelievably transparent. Well, here is Congressman Tim Burchett. He was on this week. Uh, I had to play this again because he's just such a character. 
Uh, here he is. He's on with my buddy Maria Bartiromo. And listen to what he has to say about all of this. Well, I think it's very telling that the um, the federal judge ruled as she did. Uh, they have that discretion. And I think it also bears good witness to um, what Chairman Jim Jordan, Judiciary, and Chairman Comer in oversight that I serve on have been have been um, disclosing that the uh, this investigation is is far from over and that uh, the Justice Department continues to cut sweetheart deals. And there is really a two um, a two tier system. Two tier system. And he's talking about the Hunter Biden plea deal falling apart. And then here is my favorite line of the week. I had to play this. I know a lot of you love this one. Take a listen. When the Biden fam- crime family went to went to mob school, they fell asleep during money laundering class because the 20 or 21 um, LLCs and bank accounts that have nothing to do other than the only thing they're selling is influence yeah, to the wow. big guy. And that's why all of these LLCs, that's exactly what Devin Archer could be providing as early as Monday to say, hey, I know how they did it because I was sitting right there while they were working on it. Here's how this went. I mean, there's no way that Devin Archer, I don't believe, would not know. He was the best friend of Hunter Biden. He's the one who brought him into Burisma. They were in all these different kind of shady deals together. So you got all these really kind of questionable stuff. And he's sort of in the thick of it. And you see pictures of him golfing with Joe Biden. He knew the family. Uh, You know, he was hanging around, all lots of business stuff. So there are so many layers here. So that's why this is a really pivotal moment in the investigation, I think, coming again on Monday. Where do you see all of this headed, guys? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Vito, line three. Vito, your thoughts? Yes, uh, Rita, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. You know, this situation is really beyond plea deals, indictments, misdemeanors. This is treason. And it should be dealt like that because China is not our friend. Russia is not our friend. So you're aiding and abetting our enemy, and that's treason. By the way, um, I agree that the activity, if it turns out, and it certainly looks like it may be headed that direction, I agree it is treasonous behavior. Uh, Bribery, succumbing to extortion, with rogue individuals. And just like you you pointed out there, Vito, I mean, these people that he's dealing with, the leaders of the energy company are very close, of course, to the country. They're like best buddies with uh, the Minister of Energy. Uh, that's how it works in these kind of rogue countries. And guess what? Same thing in China. Do you think the head of the CCP, you know, one of the main leaders who runs the company, it's a state-owned company. So you're right. He's He took money from China. Uh, he took money from rogue individuals and and Ukraine, took money from the former mayor of Moscow's wife. You think there's no tie to uh, Putin there? Uh, of course there is. Uh, and we just know the tip of the iceberg of probably some of the money, and we just know the tip of the iceberg of probably some of the things that were done. I mean, the, the Burisma thing looks pretty clear because, hey, son of a bee, you remember? He was sitting there at the uh, Council of Foreign Relations, and he fires the prosecutor a pretty clear quid pro quo if you can find the money on that one he's done and i i actually think Vito, this could be the beginning of the end of biden's presidency and i think you can hear it in the halls even on the democratic side now they are panicking uh let's go to pete line two pete your thoughts hi rita i'm hoping this week is when it's finally 
it's the oven for the Bidens. I hope that they get carried out of the White House in handcuffs like they deserve. The stock market, the weirdest thing happened today. At 12 o'clock, I looked at it. It was up 175, and it closed, I believe, at 174. I mean, like nothing happened. It is so manipulated. People don't realize that it is, I think, that keeping everybody calm. It's disgusting. Well, and, and, P- and Pete, that- let's see where it goes, right? Because I, I'm one of those people, it really looks so bad. But let's see uh, where it goes, Pete. Let's see if this guy has some documents. I would imagine he's going to have a lot of stuff. What do you think? I mean, he knew him for many years, his best friend, his major business. It's like he went to you know business with his longtime buddy. Uh, I find it hard to believe he doesn't know where like so much of this information and can fill a lot of holes to prosecutors. What do you think, Pete? Oh, Rudy Giuliani's been telling his truth all along, and they're making it all lies and everything that the man is wrong. The man has been 100% right, and uh, they just haven't been listening. The mainstream uh, news and press, they've just been covering this thing up. They've got to realize they're going to be all running for the hills because Donald Trump is definitely coming back. They're making them more powerful than ever with all these indictments. Well, the next thing we're going to indict them for uh, jaywalking. I'm waiting. For <laughs> yeah, I love how they got the maintenance guy, Pete. You know, it's like, uh, like anything Trump. Oh, let's add some more charges, some more charges, some more charges. And yet we have not heard anything, even about the guy with the classified documents that uh, Robert Hurd is a special counsel who's supposed to be looking into Biden's. But we haven't even heard one word. I mean, not one word. And now they have 40 counts just on the classified documents. They also have the other counts from Alvin Bragg. Those are the state charges. They still have January 6th. That's probably coming next week. And then they have the Georgia charges. At the end of the day, he might have like three or 400 years behind bars. And they'll say, wait, 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 that's not enough. Let's let's do five or 600. I did. It is. It's just almost surreal. I, you have to laugh because it's just so nutty. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Hey, this is a perfect song for the Biden family. Wow, 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 wow. By the way, some new details coming in tonight uh, that Hunter Biden has flown home in a private jet. Uh, remember, he has no money uh, in a private jet uh, to California. And uh, apparently uh, there was a documentary filmmaker following him uh, on the tarmac. There are reports in California there. And there are reports that his sort of sugar brother, if you will, this guy named Kevin Morris, who's helped uh, fund a lot of his uh, debts and gave him tons of money to uh, when he owed all that money on taxes and other things uh, for what was accounted for, uh, not for the ones that they weren't able to go after. Remember, there's so many issues going on here. Uh, But apparently he was funding a documentary project entitled basically Hunter's Redemption Story. I have to laugh because where's the redemption? Oh, my God. And also the court, by the way, this week also told him that he had to go back and start working, that he should be working while uh, this whole plea process is in the works now that they're going back at it. 
he did have to admit in court that he raked in at least one point three million uh, from friends and Democratic donors and others, essentially uh, from the paintings. So it's getting interesting. Uh, he has five kids from three different mothers. By the way, the daughter, the granddaughter of the Joe Biden, remember this girl, Navy? Finally, breaking news. Finally, uh, Joe and Jill Biden admitted it's their granddaughter. They put out a statement tonight uh, basically saying that they wish the best for little Navy, the four-year-old little girl, that poor little girl in Arkansas, remember, with all the hearings and everything that was going on there. So it's been an interesting last few hours. Let's go to Mario, line six. Mario, your thoughts about where everything's headed with Hunter? I think that this is the end of the Biden crime family. And Rita, my love, if Mario Puzo was a World War II Army veteran, God rest his soul, if he was alive, he would write, it would be not the Godfather, the odd father, the oddball father, Don Giuseppe Bedino. Yeah, the odd father. By the way, you got some good lines there, Mario, some good ones. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. The Odd Father is a good one. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment here on The Rita Cosby Show, a powerful story coming from Whitehall, Pennsylvania, where a 93-year-old veteran, Victor Haas, is clearly on a mission sharing the story about the Korean War. Haas spent part of his 20-year Air Force career working on radar systems and the TM-61 Matador And he takes issue with the term the Forgotten War, which is a term given to the Korean War because historians say that it was overshadowed by World War II and the Vietnam War. Haas says it's not fair to the military people, not only the Korean veterans, but all the veterans from the other wars. We all went through some very tough times. There are so many things that happened that were never spoken about. And for that reason, after he retired in 1967, Victor Haas started going to veterans events regularly and visiting schools all over the state and all over the country, where he has now spent his life talking about what happened from 1950 to 1953 in South Korea following the North Korean invasion. Haas's efforts are also being honored now by his fellow veterans and others who appreciate him sharing the story for future generations. Haas says America is the greatest country in the world and people need to understand the sacrifice and understand our history. By the way, he has also received many medals along the way. He received the Air Force Outstanding Unit Award, the Air Force Good Conduct Medal, National Defense Service Medal, and the Air Force Longevity Service Medal in his career. And how beautiful that at 93, he is still going around and talking to young and old sharing the experiences of Korea and also the heroism of all of our veterans. Bravo to him and, of course, all of our great Korean War veterans and all of our veterans who listen here on the Rita Cosby Show. We love you and we appreciate you so, so much. We are talking, of course, about Hunter Biden, and there are so many layers to this. A lot of stuff is breaking. Uh, Now it looks like, of course, Hunter Biden is trying to cobble together back a plea deal if there could be one made after he was busted. He and basically the Justice Department in court this week. What an 
incredible moment that was. Uh, and now he had to also admit that he got money from Burisma in court and he got money from China in court. And all of that is in far contrast to what his president has said publicly. And the president today, again, was just acting all arrogant, acting like no big deal. I want to play this again. This is cut 24. And this is where President Biden was out and about. He's trying to, like, tout his, quote, Bidenomics. Um, and he basically was kind of all smug and cocky about, oh, they're just trying to talk about impeaching me. Now, there's no reason for it. Uh, that's just politics. Listen to this. We're growing faster. We're economically more advanced than every other major country in the world. It's down from 9% to 3%, and it's going to continue to go down. While there's more work ahead earlier this week, the Washington Post suggested Republicans may have to find something else to criticize me for. Now that inflation is coming down. Maybe they'll decide to impeach me because it's coming down. I don't know. I love that one. Oh, anyway, it's another story. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't that funny? Especially when, as we've been talking about tonight, these are extremely serious crimes that he's being accused of right now is really serious stuff. Let's see where it goes. Let's see where the money goes. And let's see again what happens on Monday. I really do think Monday is going to be an enormous day if this guy shows up. Again, he's canceled three times before. But if he shows up, this could be, uh, you know, a game changer. And not in a good way for the Biden family. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline, line two. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. You know, I have to tell you, you took the phrase quid pro quo right out of my mind. I was just thinking about the guy from Forest Hills. He doesn't understand that is what this is all about. Who gives anyone $10 million for absolutely nothing just because they like their personality and their good looks? No one. If he had $10, he wouldn't give anybody $10 for no reason, let alone if he had $10 million, he wouldn't give anybody $10 million for no reason. Quid pro quo, that's what it's all about. Of course there were favors done. Yeah, well, that's, that's the point. And the other thing is, too, right around that time, what a surprise, Jacqueline. Suddenly, Joe Biden has that money on his tax returns, right, you know, uh, but doesn't say where he got them from. And also then the money comes in uh, through Biden accounts. Uh, You know, you have to link them all together. But look at the timing. It's like, you know, anybody would say, wait a minute, this is unbelievably compelling evidence, the timing. And you're right. You don't give somebody uh, five bucks, let alone five million, five million. And you, you know, what's also interesting there is such a pattern that's been coming out now, Jacqueline, because that uh, report where it was the five million for one Biden, five million for another one, um, and that was on the Burisma one, that was very similar to what was on that WhatsApp message. You know, you got to do this and you got to do that. It's like same language. And the big guy, that reference to the big guy, when Tony Bobolinsky came out and said that, I think it was in the interview with Tucker Carlson. And said, you know, uh, the big guy, I was told the big guy, that was the, the reference. And then suddenly, lo and behold, here is this, you know, FBI document that Tony Bobolinsky knew nothing about. Uh, there are other people who've used the big guy reference. They didn't know what uh, was in that, you know, document because it never was made public until just a few weeks ago. But it was written years ago. So You see where I'm going? It's like, what, are they all lying? And they're using the same phrase, same money. Uh, and an enormous amount of money. I mean, Jacqueline, uh, you know, you got to have a lobotomy if you don't figure out that 
that there's something really fishy going on here. Uh, but do you know what? People like Stan are in just denial. Uh, your thoughts about that, Jacqueline, where you think, I, do you think they'll, they'll change their mind if they see bank records and other things? I can't figure it out. Why does he defend him? Why does he, well, how, why does he have such hatred and such animosity toward President Trump? And why does he think that Joe Biden is the best thing since sliced bread? He, he cannot figure out for himself. He's got so little intelligence that he can't see how Joe Biden has destroyed this country from day one when he took office, when he stole that office, January. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Prices are out of control. Inflation is out of control. The Fed, they just raise the interest rates again. Gas prices are going up again. Prices aren't going down. What has this man done? One thing good for this country. Nothing. Right. And and, and Jacqueline, he also rode on that he was going to be the guy who was going to bring civility back. Remember, he was like good old Uncle Joe. Um, from what I'm hearing, uh, I don't know any uncle like this one, you know, I, you know, I feel like he sold those people who were looking for calm in the country. They were looking for, you know, he's like, oh, I'll bring morality back. Uh, I'll bring, you know, ethics back. We'll clean it up. I mean, some of the things that we've seen of late, um, with the, the topless girl at the white house or the trans remember person, and then. Uh, the cocaine at the White House, and then obviously all these allegations with Hunter and all these other things that we're finding it about. I mean, it is unprecedented that we have all these whistleblowers coming forward, all these things. Uh, does that feel like morality is back in the White House, guys? Uh, I think there's a lot of people who feel they got sold a bill of goods from this guy, and that's Democrats, too, I think, are thinking that, too. I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse out there. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Let's go to Tony. Line one. Tony, your thoughts. Hey, Rita Cosby, how are you? Good. What do you think, Tony? I mean, well, I tell you, I think all is going to be very well, and I'm just praying for everyone's safety. What? But I want to pivot a minute because I want to talk about China. China is the company where all this money has been coming from, and let's think about China in 2020. When Donald Trump was president, China's economic growth at that point was at a 30-year low. President Trump had the sanctions, and China really wasn't doing very well. Well, look, look what's happening to China now. They were on our heels as we were moving out of Afghanistan. And China, in fact, now. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. By the way, Tony, call us back if you can, because there's some crackling on your phone a little bit. But call us back if you could. But I did hear your point. Um, because the China issue, I think, is enormous. And that's why the fact that he was so defiant to say, oh, no, we have no connection to China. We've never given money. And the fact that Hunter had to reveal it in court. He couldn't lie in court. His attorneys could not lie. Uh, they were really pressed against the wall. I wish he would have gone through any other companies. Can we go through Russia? Can we go through this? Can we go through that? Boy, that would have been, I would have spent like five hours grilling them. I wish I could have been the judge in court. Uh, let's go to Gracie, line five. Gracie, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. My thought is this. I hope when Trump's maintenance man shows up in Washington in court, he doesn't wear a suit, but his maintenance uniform, and I hope he carries a plunger. This is (laughs) – no, no, seriously. This is completely ridiculous. 
And if people like Stan don't realize that this, you, you, the maintenance man. Right. Well, you know why? By the way, you hit it on the head. He should bring the plunger to get the blank out. <laughs> that would be appropriate, Gracie. That would be appropriate. Let's go to Robert. Line four. Gracie's had some good ones. Go ahead, Robert. Good to talk to you, Rita, and I'll be fast. Thank you for getting me to laugh hard at Stan, basically admitting that Joe lied about it and took the money, but he's mad at you for not having evidence of the specific quid pro quo because his FBI has been covering the evidence for the last four years, but he has no questions for Joe Biden. That is just mindless. Anyway, let me get on with my yeah. call. By the way, it was. You know, Robert, I could have probably spent another hour going reciting uh, how he's thrown America under the bus on other policies, too. But, Joe, you know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, open border, Baba. I mean, there are so many things that this president has done. But I related it just to China. I think I recited like 10. And that wasn't good enough. I guess he needs 40, you know? Thanks. Track everybody for their <laughs> little deposits while we... Sh- shuttled millions through shell companies and you banks without you saying anything. Hey, you rich people, pay your fair share of taxes while he's not paying taxes on his bride money. We got to crack down on guns, except for my son. Trader Joe is ridiculous. The good thing about all this is we know that they're going to come out with something against Trump every time something comes out against Trader Joe. But there's so much against this guy that even these idiots are going to run out of indictments for Trump to cover Joe Biden for the news. I mean, and Stan doesn't see it, but I'm really happy right now, and I'm loving how it's going, and I'm going to stop, and thank you for your show, and you have a great weekend, Rita. Thank you, my friend. You too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go to Sean, line six. Sean, your thoughts about what Monday's going to bring. How you doing, Rita? I love you. Hey, it's Sean, great. Sean, you're off the, uh, come a little closer. You're you're in the distance. I can't hear you well. Okay, hold on, hold on. How about now? Uh, you're still not good. Call us back, Sean, because it doesn't sound that good. Thank you very much. Let's go to Bobby on line eight. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, Rita. The, the corruption is just deadly. And Hunter gave the mo- a mole that gave them inside information, gave the Bidens, and the mall's nickname was One-Eye. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard that. That's right. That's true. Look up photos of Louis Free, the former FBI director. He had an accident, and he is One-Eye. I believe it. Ah. Oh, yeah. Look look it up. Yeah. Um, Well, And by the way, obviously, a former FBI director and and well-known and, you know, and and respected guy. But you know who's interesting also, by the way, this the guy who is uh, that that is Gail Luft. I was trying to remember his name. That Israeli guy, too, is a you know, it's like you can't make it up. There's all these different kind of cast of characters that make like a Tom Clancy novel look pale uh, compared to all of this. Uh, it, it, there's definitely a lot going on there. Let's go to JC line four. JC, your thoughts about all this, my friend. Hey, Rita, you know how you say good morning to, to uh, Joe Biden? You, you say top it on the bottom, you see. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> JC, that is a good one, my friend. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go to Aldo line five. Aldo, your thoughts. Rita. Yep, Aldo, go ahead. Hunter Biden, a.k.a. Humper Bandit, the hunted, Hunter is now the hunted. 
Yeah, well, by the way, uh, and Monday could be certainly an interesting day. There is no doubt about that. Let's go to Mike, line seven. Mike, your thoughts. Yeah, hi, Rita. Yeah, it's very important that the investigators remember that China's got a a pipeline and they got 40 percent control of the southern Sudanese, the black people that they murdered with the with the blessings of the Clintons and Joe Biden. Okay, they murdered millions of black people, black Christians. Okay, now China's got 40 percent control of that oil and they have a pipeline to their ships. Don't forget that, uh, investigators. This is very important. By, by By the way, Mike, too, the other thing is also that China and Russia are clearly in cahoots, too. I mean, it's an interesting sort of cycle here. If you look at, like, the whole China stuff, the connections with oil with Russia, um, but there, there's a lot of things going on here all at once uh, that are very, very, very interesting. Uh, let's go to Brian real quick, line three. Go ahead, Brian. Hello, how you doing? Good, real quick, my, Brian. Um, let me, I'm going to take my, um, my aluminum foil hat off. Obama, like, he was the boss. Like, nobody was monitoring Joe Biden or, like, I got to figure out what's going on with that. Like, who was running who? That's an interesting point. So maybe Obama's pulling the strings. Uh, by the way, we know that a lot of people in the Obama White House are clearly uh, close to you know, the Bidens, I mean, very similar because Joe Biden was the vice president. We know Susan Rice and a whole bunch of folks uh, are definitely advising the Bidens. And I bet they're advising them, uh, try not to sweat too much this weekend because that's uh, it's not the heat. It's the heat coming out of uh, Washington, uh, Capitol Hill. And there may be a lot of heat after Monday, too. There could be a lot of heat. Uh, of what's coming up. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Hunter was getting paid left and right, not just Friday night. 1-800-848-9222. Except for that report that I think a Russian hooker got paid and it went through Joe's bank account. You can't make this up. That's one of the new reports tonight that some of the money, apparently, that was supposed to go to from Hunter's account paying a hooker a couple years ago. Instead, somehow he had access to his father's account and was able to wire money. And he was so high that he didn't realize he was wiring it from his father's account. And it triggered the Secret Service to go to him and go, what's going on? Because I saw suddenly all this money from the father's account going to a pimp. Uh, Maybe that raised a couple of red flags uh, with the Secret Service. What a mess. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jim on line one. Jim, your thoughts about all this. Hi, Rita. Love you. Thank you. I just want to say to uh, Grandpa Biden and crackhead uh, Hunter to show that little girl the money. You know, Jim? 
I agree. Uh, you're talking about Navy, the little girl who finally, just a few hours ago, they put out a statement, the Bidens. I think he's trying to look like now he's a family man because he realized what happened. On, it's only taken him four years to acknowledge. They better start telling uh, Hunter. Remember, Hunter was forced to admit it was his daughter because the DNA tests prove it. It was undisputed. So the judge ordered him to pay. But you're right. Uh, and there seems to be a lot of money in the Biden family. Maybe he could uh, sell a whole bunch of his crappy paintings and give her some money uh, because it is so shameful the way they've treated that little girl, little four-year-old Navy. But I'm happy at least they finally acknowledged her, just it only took four years uh, to do it. But how crazy is that? I'm so glad you brought that up, Jim. That is one of the wildest, wildest stories. Uh, let's go to Stefano on line two. Stefano, your thoughts, my friend. Oh, hi, Rita. How are you? I uh, just seems like what you brought up before, as far as following the money, that's all you have to do. Follow the money. When this uh, Devin Archer testifies on Monday, they're going to show that he's probably going to show a couple of things in regards to where the money is going, just like the FBI agent whistleblowers and the IRS agent whistleblowers that came forward. That's all you got to do. You got to pretty much get all this done. The mainstream media is trying to uh, push all this stuff under the carpet. Because it's just like what the greatest president Trump said. He said, "They're not after me. They're after yeah." I heard, I just one standing in the way. And listen, uh, clearly they are just trying to like do anything. I can't believe the poor maintenance guy. Monday's a big day, by the way, Stefano, because you got Devin Archer, uh, who's ex- you know expected to testify, come out of hiding with all the threats, and then you have the maintenance guy. You can't make it up for this guy, uh, Carlos. Uh, De Oliveira, uh, he is supposed to, he's now the third defendant because he moved documents. Um, again, I'm waiting for the Domino's pizza guy. I don't think they subpoenaed him yet. Um, maybe he ordered Chinese food. Maybe there's a Chinese restaurant. Maybe he ordered sushi. Maybe McDonald's. Maybe there's a McDonald's worker. All the, what about all of them? They haven't subpoenaed them yet. It's going to be a wild Monday, guys. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.